0: Bloody soft southerners.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Swedish podcast, a podcast of
0: conversations about the paradox of life between two cultures. Today is uh, Monday, the 16th of November which means we are getting well into wintertime. Uh, wintertime. In
1: winter How are you feeling this week, Kat?
0: Uh, I am feeling a bit like my plants. I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit a little bit yellow, A little bit brown around the <laughs> a edges. A little brown around the edges, yes. Uh, if only, if only. <laughs> my, my, plants are, my plants are just yellow and not very happy they need light
1: they need they need light yeah yeah no I know I mean I had my I had a proper on Friday Thursday Friday last week I was my my kind of uh hit me square in the face especially on Friday afternoon and um I, I had to go to bed for about four hours I was so
0: it just like, no.
1: <laughs> but it no, it was it wasn't anything kind of like dramatic. It was just kind of like that sudden moment of, oh my god, I really need to start. And I'll, but also kind of my my I call it my lizard brain. My lizard brain kicks in, and I suddenly become very kind of cynical, and everything and anything that I that will come out of my mouth is just. Just totally inappropriate, basically. So I, um, I decided that the best thing to do would just be to put myself to bed for a couple of hours. <laughs> and it wasn't really until Saturday morning when I woke up, I was like, "Oh, I'm fine, fine again," that I realised um, it was probably because I hadn't really kind of had that moment, which I usually have every year, of suddenly realising that it's now dark at two o'clock.
0: And I'm sure everybody's yeah.
1: kind of feeling the same at the moment, actually.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely felt it uh, Sunday afternoon, I think it was. Was it Saturday afternoon? We, uh, we've we been, it must have been Saturday, we've been sort of around at home and not really doing much in the morning. And then we're like, yeah, we're going to go out, we're going to go out, we're going to go out. And they got to two o'clock. No, we're really going to go out now. And then at 2.30, I looked out the window and thought, no, actually, it feels like it's dark. <laughs> it had gone from being <laughs> Just growing and miserable to being almost dark. Yeah, Not, don't really want to have to go out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but and I just,
1: think it. I think as well, it's kind of it's kind of it's d- double whammy as well because I mean, if you if uh, you know, this is a very sort of Stockholm centric bit right now. But if you do live in Stockholm, you you will know that it has been grey for about a week. Like there has mm-hmm. been no sign of the sun, zero sign of the sun. For about a week now and that kind of compounds the the ever-increasing darkness as we uh slide towards winter solstice um mm-hmm. around about the is it the 21st of december i you see this is the other thing i always get i know that um because saint lucia is on the 13th of december and that's yes. kind of it's meant to f- the winter solstice is meant to fall around that time of year oh,
0: never quite remember okay. I am not sure. I think it's something like the twenty first, twenty second, and I think it can vary. Does it? Does it? Does it vary because of the leap years? I don't
1: know. If... I don't really know. Not,
0: not... <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's it's
1: the opposite to midsummer. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and and um and uh, spring uh spring equinox.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And
1: probably autumn equinox. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um so it's um yeah the, the longest so we still have one and a half hours to go. We still have one and a half hours of sun to lose before we've already, <laughs> we already lost it. Yeah, we are yeah, judging by the colour of the sky, yeah, I think we already have it's uh twelve thirty-four um um on Monday. Um and well there has been no sun today because it's been awful, but it's already getting dark, which is Mm-hmm. Terrifying. um And so I think today we want to talk a little bit about that and about how to, like, our experiences of what kind of acclimatizing to this sort of experience in Sweden where half the year is spent in darkness, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kat, I don't know about you, but when I first moved here, I massively misunderstood estimated how much impact this would have on me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, I just had no idea. I mean, I come from Scotland. I come from Edinburgh. It's not the most northern part of Scotland, but it's a lot more north than where you
0: come from. Yes.
1: <laughs> you soft <laughs> souther. Yes, soft um, um, But even still, you know, I I was not aware of the very like the the kind of how much of an impact just a few degrees north (laughs) on the the hemisphere can actually make to your um
0: to your well-being um yeah no i mean I, i i did it in two stages really because i moved first from from london to copenhagen and then there it there was a tiny difference a tiny difference Mm. I noticed more that the summers were lighter than that the winters were darker. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, well, it was only a tiny difference from London to Copenhagen. So Copenhagen to Stockholm will also be mm. a tiny difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was massive. Mm. And I think the first year I didn't notice it as much because we moved here like a week before Christmas. So I mean we took at at what was the darkest time, but you know, I was coming here with all the you know sort of positive expectations and yeah. and then it did just get better every day after mm-hmm. after that. So it, it was all just at the beginning it was cozy, moussey, mm-hmm. oh, nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't experience the first year of the descent down into the darkness because I think that's the that's the killer.
1: Yeah. There. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, although I don't, I think my, because we've talked about this in the past past, and I, I know that October, November is your kind of worst, <laughs> worst months of the year. Oh, October, <laughs> October especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. For me, it's, um, I think, end of January, February. I find really, really hard, really, really hard. I think it's just because it's you know, like it's still kind of dark. It's the kind of opposite. I mean, things are getting lighter, but you know, you've gone past at least in for me, at least in October, November, I'm like, oh, I've got Christmas to look forward to and I've got all the pretty lights to put up, and it's gonna be really cozy and all, you know, Christmas markets and all that kind of lovely stuff. Not this year, Corona safe. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um um but then, you know, come January, all the Christmas decorations are taken down because, you know, if you don't, your neighbors stare at you. Um, mm-hmm. And and then it kind of slides in towards slushy February and you're just a bit like, this is crap. <laughs> you know, this. And it, also at that point in February, you're like, is spring going to come? Or is it going <laughs> to just go from winter to summer like it so often does in Sweden you know you, you just have this kind of like um anyway that's uh this I don't really hope this doesn't depress everybody <laughs> <to this. laughs> it's not the intention I promise um but uh, yeah so uh, to, so we're we're now into the sweater weather um and uh, the slight this is the, the long slide into the dark winter of, uh, of Sweden um but I um I when I first really felt it was the because like like you I arrived in January um, mm. in Sweden so and it was exactly the same I had the kind of the, you know the sort of expectations I was also quite heavily pregnant at that time so I had a lot of other shit to think about compared to just <laughs> winter depression um and of course things just got better and better and better but it was the first year of stella's it's stella's first winter um and i i mean i wasn't 100% very well anyway with postnatal anxiety and probably a slight touch of postnatal depression as well so it wasn't a great starting point um for me but i, I absolutely um it the 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 change in seasons and the change in light definitely impacted definitely made it worse Mm. um uh and you know I remember the first for a few years after that first winter kind of being you kind of dread it you kind of this and, Mm. and the anxiety and the and the kind of the dread almost takes over the the actual um experience itself the anticipation of this kind of oh dread is just is almost just as bad um so I really so that's when I really started to kind of do more um do more research and do more mm. digging digging around but you've had more winters in Sweden than I have so how did you how did you get to the how did you find more about it
0: I don't know I think I I probably just focused, I think, because I focused so much on October being my worst month, then that meant that it hit me hard at the beginning of every Mm. descent into winter. Mm. But then I could focus on other things after that. So November always felt a bit better. And then there was Christmas. And then for me, January and and February aren't as bad because we have two uh, family birthdays around that time. Uh So then so then sort of january is is planning a children's birthday party and mm. baking so that's what that represents to me mm. <laughs> and then february is a family birthday it's my husband's birthday so then we start looking looking on the bright side then yeah. for me mm-hmm. and then i think if we have a, a little dip again in in march when it's like really really sweden <laughs> well i'm um, th- we uh, i
1: don't know if you know this but um there is um, that's called vor trätet. so it's mm-hmm. the same it's the same thing it's and it's all dulled down to the the, the and they're both caused by the same the same issue um which is um uh, a chemical a slight chemical change in and um in your body's production of melatonin Mm-hmm. Um, yes so um if we might as well get into the science of it right now um mm-hmm. or which it directly translates to winter tiredness but actually it is the the chemical reaction which takes place within your brain when your body starts or it, it doesn't receive the same amount of light that it is used to so it's a bit as you were talking you know you the brilliant analogy of your plants at the beginning of this, mm. you know, when yeah. plants don't get enough light, they don't um, photosynthesize enough, and they don't yeah. produce enough enough chlorophyll, chlorophyll. Chloro- mm. chlor- chlor- Chlorophyll. 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 Chlorophyll, not
0: chlorophyll.
1: <laughs> chlorophyll. <laughs> <been phil>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <so. clears throat> yes, it's my, that's my yeah, standard grade biology coming in here now, um, and um, and it's the same for human beings. That's how. That's exactly how I think about it. Um, you know, we don't. If we don't get enough vitamin D, if we don't get enough exposure to the sun, we begin to our our cyclical rhythms, which is which are um you know monitored and and or 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 um uh, oh god what's the word I'm trying to try to find regulated right, thank you yes regulated by melatonin change mm-hmm. um and that causes of course a you know series of knock on effects in terms mm. of um how you feel how you view things you know your energy levels how you Um, just your daily, the lens that you view the world in is is basically what I'm trying to say. So for example, in my case, I can only speak for myself, um, lethargy, tiredness, extreme tiredness in some cases, even if I'm getting you know enough sleep during the during the day um and I get grouchy and I get really like my as I said my lizard cynical brain goes into overdrive um and you know all the stuff that's kind of goes hand in hand with my lizard cynical brain um particularly when it comes to living in Sweden like gets triggered even more so I find it kind of really that's when my um Oh immigrant hashtag immigrant living in Sweden, hashtag I hate Sweden, hashtag (laughs) I'm really, really sick of doing things the Swedish way, hashtag um kind of sets off. And I kind of go into one of those dips that you know a lot of um a lot of expats and immigrants go into. Um so but but I think it's just about learning. For me, it was about learning Mm -hmm. those what those things what those things looked like for me and those triggers. For looked like for me and 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 finding the right balance or something that could balance that feeling um and often of course it's the thing that you least want to do so if i'm really tired you know what i actually should do is go out for a run go outside do some exercise go outside have a walk go outside Mm -hmm. you know whatever um to kind of get over that slump in energy levels and so on, and the other thing as well is you know the other thing is you shouldn't do is drink too much, <laughs> which is basically all you want to do this time of year, um, yep. and uh, and you know and get enough sleep, don't stay up too late, um, try to regulate your 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 diet and keep a good kind of like seasonal diet in place, root vegetables, all this kind of stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, you know, and of course there, you know yourself, there's stuff all over the internet about things that you can use, pills that you can buy, all that kind of stuff like that. But Mm. yeah, I mean, I don't, what works for you?
0: I don't want to take anything for it in the sense of pills. I think that Mm. seems extreme uh one thing i i have used in the past is a a light lamp mm. which i don't know the the research is out right yeah some say it does work some say it doesn't there's not been any long-term well,
1: look i can see uh, this is, is there is a, uh the swedish council of technology and healthcare um did an assessment about light therapy not necessarily mm-hmm. lamps, but you know light therapy is an effective treatment for vintageretet um, and um sed and um, it was completely inconclusive because mm-hmm. there was absolutely no significant difference between the placebo the placebo group that the, that was used and also mm-hmm. and the and the actual um, um, la- the, the group that had that was using the lamps so they mm-hmm. they had to kind of just say. We we don't know. There's nothing that yeah. can. There's no evidence that either if they work or they don't work. So,
0: yeah. and thing, maybe maybe for some people they work just in the sense that it's a psychological boost, and you, mm. if you believe in it, you absolutely you get an effect from it. I mean, I I still have the light lamp and I have been using it the past few weeks, but I I am not convinced that it works in the same way as it used to just because my routines are very different now. Mm. So before when I used it, I was starting work each day at six in the morning. I was getting up at about 10 past five and sneaking around the dark apartment, hiding in the bathroom and getting ready. So I, I had light on then, but then I would go outside and either cycle to work or maybe take the bus. So a little bit of light then. And then I would get to the office and the first thing I would do would, was turn my light lamp on, and then I would sit and have that on for the first forty five minutes of work mm-hmm. and I feel like, yeah, that made me feel better yeah now i 'm at home, and I get up you know, around seven, but i don 't sit down at my desk till eight thirty yeah quarter to nine until after the boys are are at school, and the first thing we do when we get up at around seven in the morning is turn on pretty much every single light in the apartment. <laughs> and- all lights blazing so that we are exposed to light at Mm. one point during the day Mm. and so I think maybe if I was getting anything more than a psychological psychological effect from the light lamp that has probably now gone because you are meant to use them as early as possible in the day I mean they their advice is that it is the first thing you do in the morning yeah but I mean really who wants to set the alarm half an hour earlier and get up and just stare into a box yeah I'd rather sleep
1: I mean I know that you and I feel the same way about that sleep for me is far more important than getting up earlier and journaling or doing something like that I just like I, yeah. I admire these I admire people who 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 have made the life choice to to get up an hour earlier and uh and drink their kombucha and write a journal and and do stuff like that but I'm just you know sleep and sleep I I
0: would love to be one of those people but you (laughs) know I I have I have made a commitment in my life and my commitment is to trying to get enough sleep yeah that's that's (laughs) my commitment too (laughs) um uh uh
1: so yeah i i think um i i tend i i so i i on instagram um bef- just because of, we knew that we were gonna be recording an episode about this, I asked if anybody had any questions, and there was a lady who asked a question about um the light lamps, and she was kind of asking, Do they really work, are they worth it um if you're asking me, I would say I don't think so. Um, I think it's actually better to just go outside, even if it is like a gray, miserable, rainy day like it is today. Um, it's still light, it's still relatively, you know, bright-ish. Um, I think you're going to get more benefit from the real sun than you are gonna get from um a lamp sitting in a sitting in a room and in, in a house with a yeah. lamp looking at you um yeah, i mean
0: i think a, a brisk 10 minute walk in fresh air exactly is, is exactly. often yep. a great a great thing anyway to yeah. do you exactly What's up? yeah it is yeah exactly
1: um but having said that i you know i i'm i'm not an expert
0: i'm not a doctor
1: i'm not a psychologist i don't know it could work for you as you were saying, the placebo effect. And as you said, it yeah. worked for you for a number of years.
0: Yeah, for two years, I feel like it worked. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's also just nice having that much light on your face. It just makes you feel... Do you so. get a tan from it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not that kind of... It's a very... It's it's a very strange shade of light, if you can say that. It's It's very... It's brilliant white. Okay. It, uh yes. You should not use it, as I found out in the last one, when you're taking a Zoom meeting early in the morning. <laughs> it does not not make you look great on a Zoom video You you Don't, do your turn, makeup in it then. <laughs> you you actually turn almost blue on a Zoom meeting when you're using the light oh, wow
1: so. Like I am yes. no, I'm kind of a bit blue. I'm a bit weird. I'm a bit blue, but that's just because I've got the window. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, very, very, very much. Blue. Oh, okay, are
1: we talking like Avatar blue here?
0: going <laughs> um, no, towards that, yes. I realised about halfway through. I was like, oh, I was going to lean across and switch that off, <laughs> and then I was plunged into darkness. <laughs> I mean, no. Also, we spent an hour on on Sunday arranging lamps around my my desk at home to, uh, up the light because I just, that for me, that's what makes me feel happier. And this morning when my husband left for work and I was already at my desk, he walked in and walked straight back out again and said, it's too bright. I can't be in here with you, <laughs> but no, that's fine. I, I need, I, <laughs> for me, that's the thing I found that works is yeah. very, very bright light. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, and um, we've just bought. What sorry? I was going say we've just bought vitamin D drops for everyone in the family to give that a go this year, and I have no idea if that's going to work either. Well, but, that was the other
1: question yeah, I was going to because we did get another question from somebody asking about supplements
0: and whether or mm-hmm. not
1: um supplements were something that you know people should be taking. Um, if you have, if you've had a child uh, in Sweden, or if you have a child, um, then you'll know that they are regularly given free vitamin D drops. Um, mm. I think up until the age of five. I don't think I've given, oh, I have really? to say, I don't think I've given Stella vitamin D drops since she was about two. <laughs> oh,
0: I don't I think,
1: I can't Banner remember what was there. Free until. My children <laughs> are so old now. I can't <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Tip. There is something about vitamin D you, you you usually yeah. at first you usually get them given to you by the BBC mm-hmm. and then eventually you have to fork out for your own <laughs> yeah.
0: um,
1: but uh, there's been a lot of research in, uh, done into how vitamin D in the early years' development can have a huge impact in later years in life, mm-hmm. especially in northern hemisphere countries um, mm-hmm. Um, I I know that Scotland is now considering offering vitamin D um, drops to infants as well Mm -hmm. um, as part of the um, early years um, developmental checks and so on. So um, I tend to say that vitamin D is pretty important, actually. Mm. um I think it does make a difference I'm not sure if it makes a difference to you psychologically I don't think it does no, I think, no I, think it's so. I think it's just more to do with sort of bone development growth you know calcium making sure that your body's regulating stuff we probably should have had a doctor on this podcast <laughs> <to> explain <laughs> really some of this way. stuff
0: or a comment and and regulations <laughs> no I, I i agree with you i think i think if they're giving it for for free to infants here then you know that then there has been a lot of research into yeah, it definitely it's 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 having a good impact and so yeah we this morning we got out our little pot of vitamin d and we each put five drops on our on our breakfast cereal so Watch this space. Yeah,
1: you'll be you'll be back to being green in no time.
0: <laughs> I will, I will. probably not getting any light through the windows because I had to put all my plants right in front of the <laughs> of there, but, you know, that, that doesn't help. That <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I we, I, I had a, I that last year I did a little a little experiment and did um and took in combination vitamin D, magnesium and zinc. Um mm-hmm. because I'd been recommended to take that, have to admit didn't really feel very different i don't know um maybe i don't know had um yeah i i maybe had a better immune system I'm not sure I really don't know i'm not i really don't know
0: magnesium is also something for bones i believe because i know that that is recommended uh as you head into menopause Mm -hmm. as a reason to to strengthen bones against osteoporosis so Mm -hmm. imagine that the combination yeah yeah there with uh with vitamin d Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the only thing i know about zinc is not anything to do with bones (laughs) so i have no idea what that one what that one is i only know that men are meant to take zinc when you're trying to have a
1: child oh okay okay yeah. okay well that's well, definitely not on the cards in this household i can assure you um <laughs> uh and but we uh, yeah so i haven't taken any supplements this year um at all and well we seem to be okay uh, but i i think you know supplements are very much um very personal Mm -hmm, and every individual has their very has has their own needs um so i think that's something that you need to talk to your doctor about um or dietitian, or whatever um whoever you talk about you know your supplementary additional needs um but i think crucially though what is really important is uh especially to do with um like immune system and this time of year keeping yourself going energy levels a really really good diet um and that's something that I've been working on personally for a long time um because um I find it (laughs) I love food I love food I just love food so much um and I hate being on restrictive like Mm -hmm. you know diets where people you're like you're not allowed to eat this you're not allowed to eat that da 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 so it's been something that I've been working on for a while in terms of, you know, how do I still enjoy food, but but just make sure that it's balanced mm. um, to the point where, you know, we've had to, you know, I've made some adjustments in terms of um, uh, just trying more vegetarian options, actually um and and trying to a seasonal seasonal vegetarian stuff so a lot more um root vegetables a lot more um um stews and and soups and and things like that mm-hmm. um which is really i i think is yeah i I know that uh, root vegetables do pack a, a a good bit of uh a good bit of supplemental vitamin and mineral stuff that you need for this time of year um But I think, um, for the other thing that I really try to do is, um, just stay in a routine of being well watered and well slept too. That Mm, seems to help me. Um, and it's nothing, so it's nothing big or drastic or, or, you know, revolutionary. It's just, you know stick to what you stick stick to your routines try and stick to a routine i know and i know that sometimes that's really hard to do especially when you have small children or young family because you know people are off sick or they're doing their own thing or like i mean i've just finished two weeks of VAB, and my brain is just shot to shit basically um so kind of getting back into routines with that but yeah making sure i get plenty of sleep drinking plenty of water, not drinking too much coffee or um, alcohol, um, well-balanced diet, and trying to get out and exercise as much as possible, as much, as much, mm. as, much as much, as much, as much as possible, which um, is hard to do
0: this time of year. Yeah, and especially especially when we're in the midst of, uh, mm. of a pandemic, it, yeah. it, I think it feels even easier to just want to curl up underneath the duvet and absolutely and and, and hibernate mm. sleep the winter away like a bear yeah that would be, nice.
1: that would be lovely yeah, it, absolutely sure. um cool. and i think you know this year is even more i wouldn't i would be interested i'll be interested to see what the statistics about people being diagnosed with the kind of more extreme version of winter threat head um which is you know basically clinical depression um, mm. this this year as a result of people being more isolated people being more um people being unable to 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 get out or to exercise as much as they would have done um um, and i had um on that point um, when uh when we when i when i sort of announced that we were going to be doing this podcast about um vintage redhead um and i i used the terminology Uh, sad which seasonal affective disorder and somebody on the pod somebody in our my dms uh, wanted us to make it very clear that there's two very distinct things and um which is um kind of yeah clinical depression and that's what sad is uh, and yes, they are two very different things because vintatetet is technically translated as winter tiredness, so there's not necessarily a depression element, but mm. they are derived from the same thing. So yeah. you know, it's and so if you if you kind of you know, um, it, it could vintatetet could very easily become a a, a clinical depression, it, it, yeah. and you know, it's. Um, uh, I know that I've been very close to it um, and it's not just a case of you know lighting a few candles and you know watching a Christmas movie <laughs> Um, it's a little bit more serious than that um, so I think if if you kind of are even if you're unsure about whether or not you've got something um like get in touch with somebody that mm-hmm. you can you know talk to about um there are there is information on elva Elvis 1177 about seasonal affective disorder vintertratthet and um um so it's it, it's not just a i always like to say it's not just a sort of a doctor google thing
0: it's real yeah it is real yeah and uh, yeah if you if you have any concerns about how you feel about it? I think talking to somebody it doesn't necessarily have to be your doctor.
1: No. Um,
0: talking to yeah, calling Elbehuityhu and talking to one of the nurses there, or mm-hmm. or, or a therapist, or or somebody who mm. can can talk you through it and make you feel heard. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it is is very important. And then I think also just. It is a case of, unfortunately, some things work for some people and and some things don't, and and finding out what what works for you. Yeah, I, mean, I think one one other thing that I think we didn't bring up earlier is um, also the effect of uh, of screens in the evening as well. And I mean, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure if Android phones do it, but I know that on an iPhone you can change settings so that your phone actually takes away a lot of the blue light that it emits in the evening. And then you can actually have that happening automatically. Mm. And I do that with my phone. So from about, I think about seven thirty, the the whole way it looks, it just yeah goes very it goes very mellow yeah. <laughs> and gives much more yellow light and the mm-hmm. screen looks looks mm-hmm. far more yellow than than the sort of bright blue white light yeah that it would normally emit and I try not to I try not to look at my phone in in the evening Mm. as much as I can I know I
1: wonder if these things I wonder if um you know the kind of increasing usage of led screens and 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 uh, smartphones and laptops and tablets and so on and so forth i wonder if it has had a significant impact on the number of people experiencing these kind of conditions uh, really? as 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 time goes on like it's an interesting um, it's an interesting angle to to think think about um and um i think it's um definitely uh definitely a cause for for me um I, I look at my i look at my screen far too much i know that for sure awful addicted to it it's terrible um but uh there was one more thing that i wanted to talk about um yeah i think we're, we're gonna i'm gonna put up some in the show notes for this um i'm gonna attach some information about places where people can phone and get some mm-hmm. help if they need it um, about, um uh, about, whether or not they think they might have some form of winter um and also if you just want to learn more about it um place you know links to some pages that are quite useful uh, have quite useful information about winter mm-hmm. um but it is um i think lastly just to say you know as people who are living in a foreign country um and who that and that country has to just happens to be in the northern hemisphere you know there is the chance that we are more susceptible to stuff like vinted tet or vinted de Prajon because you know we're dealing with a lot of other mentally mental health um, uh, issues at the same time and and, and mm. regarding identity and regarding you know circumstances and and changes in <clears throat> uh, changes in that circumstances and so on so um, it's not something to kind of yeah snub quite so quickly. Yeah, yeah um uh yeah
0: anything else that you want to add uh no i think i think the main the main takeaway is that uh you're not alone yeah and uh it affects a lot of us mm-hmm. um, there are ways through it and mm. uh just reach out if uh if you feel that like you're suffering mm. reach out and talk to somebody
1: yeah reach out and talk to. oh no that's a really bad kind of analogy I was going to try and do something there, and it just didn't happen. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I can see where you're going. Yeah, yeah, you can totally see where I was going with that. Can you? Uh, Child of the eighties, child of the Um, eighties. Yeah. So um, lastly, um, to if you are feeling slightly, um, you know, try and get outside. Try and do a little bit more exercise. You are going to end up looking at the sun like a swede (laughs) you'll be staring at that song in no time i can tell you um um, and um yeah just um hold on tight it's it's all going to get better it's all right we've only got another month until it all gets light again (laughs) um but yeah if you have any questions about the podcast please feel free to get in touch with us by email. You know how to find us. We're on Instagram at the underscore Swede underscore ish. And um please also if you like the podcast, drop like share, 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 um, and um rate us on Apple Podcasts. And rate us on Spotify and ACAST because that way people will find us more easily. Okay. Yes. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye.